Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyde. This is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, the Bourbon Road has us in Franklin, Tennessee. Leapers Fort. Fort, Tennessee. Leapers Fort, a pretty special place in our hearts, right? It is. And this is another session in our Stillhouse sessions. Yeah. We got five episodes that come together to form our Stillhouse sessions. We've got two Craft Story Mondays and three full length episodes, all recorded right here at Leapers Fort. Because of our great friends, Lee Kennedy, the owner here, uh, April Weller Cantrell, uh, you got Matt, you got Kendra, you got Greg, you got the whole crew here that has opened their arms uh, for the last two days for us, opened the distillery for us, let us sit back here in the steel house with some great guests. I can't imagine a better weekend than we've had this weekend, sitting here right in the midst of all these barrels, drinking whiskey with some pretty great folks. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we had Taylor Austin die on. She sang that last song, and you know what a huge nut of fan I am of Fleetwood Mac and, yeah. and uh, Stevie Nicks, and she sang a, a Stevie Nicks song, and man, I started tearing up almost. It, she was that good. It, it resonates, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And we've had Chris Thomas on. We've had Josiah Siska. We've had Taylor Austin die. Uh, we've got a couple of craft distillery episodes that we want to crank out, and today we're very, very happy to have the Leapers Fork Distillery Straight Rye Whiskey. Yeah. And I'm a rye man, but I want you to tell me about this rye. So this is a 55% rye, 30% corn, and 15% malted barley. It's been aged three years and 10 months, and it's 95 proof, aged in one of their new oak barrels, right? It's been charred. Um, super beautiful. Yeah. And this is a Southern rye whiskey. So Southern or, you know, we sometimes say Kentucky rye, but actually we're in Tennessee. This is a Southern rye whiskey. Southern rye whiskeys are typically going to have um, a lower rye content somewhere in the fifties, like you said, and they're going to have a, co- a complement of corn and a complement of barley. To, fi- to fill out that mash bill. And uh, what we end up with is pretty sweet rye, right? Yeah. And I'm excited to try this again today. I've had it, but it's been a minute. The good thing, and good for Leaper's Fork is, is it's hard for them to keep this in stock. Yeah, but you can go, me and you would stop this morning at a couple of liquor stores, and I saw this on the shelf in there, $85.99. Now, that's a craft distillery price right there. You come here to the distillery, you can come to the shops around Tennessee, anywhere in Tennessee, really. They're distributed. They're starting to get out to other states. I understand now they're in Alabama. They're going to be over in Georgia. We're trying to get them up in Kentucky. Yeah, I'd really love to see this on the shelves in Kentucky because I'm a big fan. You know, but they they are struggling to keep it keep up with demand. This is true small batch whiskey, right? Yeah, here. it doesn't yeah. get no more small batch than this right here. Um, you know, you can watch how they make it. We've watched their grain get milled. We've watched it been delivered from a farmer yep. with his dually pickup. Um, it's all that stuff is neat to see as a person. They had tours coming through here and, uh, we got to see them. They, somebody asked me, he's like, what's all that white stuff all over the ground? And I was like, well, that's, that's corn. Yeah. That's what corn looks like when yeah. it's milled out. This is the real deal. It don't get no more real. This is real. Yeah. Well, Mike, we've got it in our glass. I think it's time for us to, to tip it up, 
take a nose, take a taste, and tell everybody what we think about it. Let's do that. It's got that uh, candy. Yeah. A little bit of licorice, maybe? Yeah, a little bit of candy, a little bit of licorice. I'm getting a little bit of like candied orange, but not like a real deep citrus. But I get that hint of orange on it. Marmalade. More orange marmalade. You yes, got sir. It. Yes, sir. That's a southern thing, right? Yeah. And it's got that it's got that um signature spice drop from Leaper's Fork on it. So yeah. that's the barrel spice, right? Because we taste that in the weeded whiskey as well. Sure. Weeded bourbon, I'm sorry. Yeah. As well. And we're getting it on the rye as well. And that's complementing that spice that's coming from the rye. So Boy, what a nice combination. Isn't it awesome how different regions will have a different barrel spice to it, you know? And I always, we talk about that all the time, you and I do, about the different regions we go to and the different whiskeys that come out of those regions. Uh, so that nose on there, like you said, licorice, uh, marmalade, jelly, that spice in there, that spicy candy you would get. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I actually, you and I, uh, we drink a good amount of bourbon because we're always tasting bourbons and giving mm-hmm. our opinions on them. But last night we were at a brewery here in Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. And I had a citrus pepper beer. It was a goes. And, uh, you know, this kind of tells that same story. It's got that pepper and that orange on it, that peppery orange. Can- that you said, smell. Yeah. yeah you yeah. said candied orange marmalade. I get that. There's a dose of pepper on the back. Sure. There sure is. It, it, it's super beautiful nose. Um, if you were going to have a rye, that's what we'd have. Well, heck, Jim, let's let's taste this thing. Let's do it. Well, that's full of flavor. It excites the entire palate. I'm not just getting it on the front or the back or the middle. I'm getting it in my cheeks. I'm getting it under my tongue. It's it's everywhere, man. It's a it's a nice explosion of flavor. I got some toasted rye bread mm-hmm. with that marmalade jelly spread on it. Yeah, maybe a little bit of butter. Yeah, yeah. Now is it is this pumpernickel rye? Is this a yeah. swirled rye? I think you're right about that pumpernickel. Yeah, a little dark, isn't it? And that that jelly your grandmother would make with those orange rinds. Uh, into that jelly just be beautiful how right? about that and then that butter uh, some salted butter on that bread well they make a beautiful rye here and if you're a big fan of rye, i would definitely say give leaper's fork a try they they um they do it right they do it right here That's, it's got a little bit of floral note on it too yeah coming out uh, yeah. i can't say how beautiful this is nice and dark in the glass too it is dark. Um, and for three years and 10 months, I mean, that's uh, – and that's a good age for a rye, right? We talk yeah. about that, that ryes tend to age significantly faster than uh, rye bourbons and a lot faster than weeded bourbons. Oh, most definitely. You, you could get something beautiful in your glass uh, that's a lot younger. People would think you have to have a 10 or 12-year. That is not the case at all. Um, that rye – and this guy has some rye, 55%. It's not that 95.5, like Maryland-style rye or MGP rye. This is that Southern style. Um, and we are in the South right here. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I will say that the texture is good on this. The viscosity and the legs on the glass, like granddaddy long legs, right, just uh, sticks to the glass a little bit. So they're doing it right here. I think this is a pot still. 
right? Well, it's a pot steel with yeah. a gooseneck on it. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't remember what the angle on that gooseneck is, but if you come down here inside this building, uh, and this is a post and beam construction building right here, um, their steel is in the center of the room. Most yeah. people would have it off to the side, right? There's, yeah. it's, this, that's the showcase. That's the showcase. And, and this building is, uh, yeah, you said post and beam. This is how they built barns or uh, or large buildings 100 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it is super beautiful. They got their mashing tanks over there, big old Cypress tanks all over there where they mash their stuff in. They got some They got some stuff in there mashing right now. The bubbles are they're brewing. Yeah, in addition to that, there's a barrel laying on its side about 20 feet from us that we're preparing to fill. We haven't filled it yet. It's the Bourbon Road Barrel. And what, we gonna, what kind of whiskey are we going to be putting in there, Mike? <laughs> Come on, tell me. <laughs> we're going to, of course, put some weeded bourbon in there, uh, but it'll be some spicy weeded bourbon. It will be because that's what they do here. Yeah. That's what they um, do. We did have to come all the way to can. Tennessee to, to get some weeded bourbon pumped into a barrel for us. <laughs> but they did it. They The barrel head is black, uh, our classic black and silver and white. Back in black. Yeah, that's us, man. Yeah. Old school. So we've had, like we said earlier in the show, we've had uh, five episodes that we've recorded here uh, during this uh, Steelhouse sessions. And uh, of those five episodes, all the artists have stopped by to sign the barrel the barrel head that's being filled during the session. And Mike, I, I would expect that you and I will probably come back here on a regular basis to taste our bourbon as it ages. That's our baby. That's our baby. We got a, right around my birthday too. I mean, like, <laughs> I've seen some, you know, I've seen some barrels around here. You know, when you, when you taste a barrel that is uh palleted, now these barrels are palleted here. They're not in ricks on their sides. They're actually palleted on end. So when you taste a barrel that's palleted, normally the way you do that is by drilling a hole in the barrel, collecting what spews out in a glass, and then plugging that hole. Yeah. And they've got a few barrels around here with some plugs in them. Yeah, there's one over there, like 20 or 30 it uh, looks holes like, in that thing. It looks like, yeah, it looks like uh, somebody shot it somebody with a 22. Shot, shot it full of holes. But that just tells you. That whatever's in that barrel is something special, right? Well, here's what it tells me, uh, that Lee and his staff uh, are tasting their whiskey. They're sampling it to make sure that a good product's coming out. Uh, they got our good friends, uh, Monica and Ashley, over at the Spirits Group right up there in Kentucky, Ashley Barnes. They're coming down here, working with them and making Consulting, sure. Consulting, right? Yeah, yep. Making sure that that spirit comes out beautiful. Um, they're doing it right here. Yeah. And uh, they, they kind of keep it in the family. You know, we went over last night, had barbecue at April's house, drank some whiskey over there. Yeah, it was really good. It was, uh, it was awesome. They they pulled out all the stops for us. And, and, you know, we can't thank them enough for the hospitality they've shown. I think this is true Tennessee hospitality. Yeah. Yeah. Great friends, great people, a great company. I'm I'm telling you, folks. If you're in the Nashville area, and we know a lot of you come to Nashville, right? This is a place to come. If you come to Nashville, take the time to visit Leaper's Fork Distillery. Not only is their whiskey really darn good, but the people are fantastic. Well, you can come out here to listen to music. You can uh, drink some cocktails. You could drive down the road to get some lunch or eat at the food trucks here. Um, Puckett's is very famous in Leaper's Fork. You could hear some people pick some music in the evening in there. Um, they have music out here on the front porch. I remember the first time I drove up here, 
I was looking for Grandpa with his two coon dogs <laughs> sitting on the front porch and the banjos playing and stuff, but there was none of that. But the the steel was running that day. Um, final notes on this this rye whiskey right here, Jim. Yeah, so this is a, and so I'm a rye guy, and uh, you know when I get a chance to drink a good one, I got to spout it out. This is a great rye. This is a really good rye. They're doing it right here. Um, so this is something that um, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of spicy rye, if you're a fan of a little bit of sweetness but a little more spice, this one actually brings it from both directions. You get the spice from the rye. And you get the spice from the barrel. They both come in. They kind of complement each other. Uh, there's a lot going on in this whiskey. And I think, you know, as this distillery matures, uh, be, and, you know, this is at three years and 10 months, and they're sold out, right? I mean, they're, yeah. they're doing the best they can to keep up. As this distillery matures, as, that, as it grows its production, it's able to get those years out there a little bit further. I think we're going to be looking at some candied sweetness that will just blow you away. Yeah, I think this right here has that uh, medium to long finish for me. Um, it's that marmalade still lingering on my tongue, really. That sweetness, um, those candied gumdrops, the spicy ones. Spice drops. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's in everything they make. Everything they make here has got a little bit of that spice drop to it. That sweetness and stuff. Uh, yeah. There's no bitter aftertaste with it. Uh, it's not drying. Mm-hmm. I, I I just couldn't say enough about this, and I'm not a rye guy. Yeah. This is not my jam. I'm getting you there, though. You Well, uh, I'm, working on, I'm working on you. These whiskeys are getting me there. <laughs> um, and I, I love my rye bourbon, and I love rye whiskey. I always be that the weedy king of Kentucky. Um, hell, I'm, I might be become the weedy king of uh Tennessee now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably got a better chance of being the weeded king of Tennessee than Kentucky because in Kentucky, you got to deal with. Well, you got to deal with the Wellers. You got to deal with Sazerac. <laughs> you got to deal with Maker's Mark. Uh, it, the t- it, there's Tillers. some competition in Kentucky. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm still, you know, you, they're, you, they're drinking their own whiskeys probably, but I'm drinking it all. Yeah. You know, you make a point there, Mike. I mean. You're kind of you're kind of playing you're playing the whole field. So they're they're kind of one sided. You're kind of playing the whole field. People could trust what you say when it comes to weeded whiskey. Well, when it comes to that, yeah. And they got some great weeded whiskey here, weeded bourbon. Um, this right here, I'd buy it all day long. Uh, matter of fact, I think it'll make a beautiful cocktail. Yeah. And I say uh, on our next review, we'll probably make a cocktail. Or a I, think, cocktail. I, I think we should. We got something special. All right. well, well, Jim, where can people find us on social media? Well, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. We're on all the social medias. I mean, we're you're not going to find us on Discord. Uh, we just don't have enough time in our day to do them all. But we do what we can. We try to reach out to as many people as possible. We do have a private Facebook group called the Bourbon Roadies. And on that group, we've got about 2,300 Good core followers that love what we do, that love whiskey, that love to drink it, talk about it, share it, share pictures of it, and share life experiences. So, you know, in order to be a member of that group, you gotta you gotta be twenty one because we don't want any underage drinking. We don't support that. You gotta love bourbon because the ninety five percent of what we do is bourbon. The other five percent could be who knows what, but ninety five percent of it's bourbon. And we need you to play nice because we want to accept any rudeness in our group. We got three moderators that will make you disappear really quick if you come down on somebody for what they're drinking. Yeah, our good friend Adam, Jason, 
and Drew, they they make sure they take care of us. Yeah, they do. So it's it's always a good time in there. They're good people, good friends. They're practically family, and we share life events. We share whiskey. And that's what we call the angle share, right, Mike? If you've got a bottle, there's nothing like that feeling when you crack a bottle open and make a pour for a friend. And let him try something that he can't get his hands on. Always fun. I get more. I get. I tell you what. I get more pleasure out of that than I do drinking it myself. Yeah. I mean, we we gave away some whiskey today to friends. Uh, uh, some of our guests we gave whiskey away to, um, and I was glad to give those bottles away from the Bourbon Road to them. Um, if you want to find out when we're having episodes come up, you want to make sure you scroll on up, hit that subscribe button, hit that check mark, hit that plus button, whatever you got to do to listen to us. So your app tells you, Hey, these two jokers have a show coming on. Uh, then we need you to scroll on down, hit that five-star review. That five-star review will help us out. Get, get us in the door and distilleries, get bottles in our hands to review like this leapers fork distillery, straight rye whiskey. 95 proof it gets that in our hands if you don't you know what's gonna happen the big bad booty daddy of bourbon is gonna come to your house carrying a barrel a leaper's fork whiskey with him but i'll carry that we'll drink it we'll have smiles we'll tell some lies um we'll have a great time so uh make sure you leave us that five-star review Come pay this distillery a visit. Give them some love. They uh, depend on tourism. You have a great tour, so uh, do that for us. Absolutely. We do two shows a week. We do a, a short episode every Monday, like today's episode, where we focus on a single bottle, a single expression, like the Leaper's Fork straight rye whiskey. We try to give a little bit of love to a craft distillery doing good things, trying to step out in the light and let everybody know what's going on. Uh, you know, we'll taste it. We'll tell you what we think about it. We'll let you know whether or not it's worth putting on your bar, whether or not it's worth jumping in and taking a tour at their distillery. And in this case, I think, Mike, without a doubt, I got thumbs up all the way around. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's nothing bad to say about it. Their bottles, uh, their bottle is going to change. Uh, you'll notice the label is going to kind of the paperweight label will go away because there is a shortage on bottles and that kind of leads into other things. Uh, they'll have a, a printed on label, um, but uh, it probably will be better. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be all good. You know, all things come to a good end, at least in this case. You know, we also do a long episode every Wednesday where we do a deep dive where we kind of talk about a couple of expressions. But the main focus for our Wednesdays is on a single subject. Uh, in the case of this uh, still house sessions, you know, we've had a couple of artists on where we've talked about them. We kind of focus on what they got going on. We try to bring you a really cool story, a cool story that'll take you to work and get you home. 30 minutes to work, 30 minutes home. We hope you listen to both episodes every week. Mike and I really work hard to give our listeners access to content that's fun and exciting and engaging. Um, you know, we always want to hear what you have to say. And Mike, how do we hear from our listeners? How do they get a hold of us? Well, you can always reach us on our email. It's uh, Jim at the Bourbon Road. And I'm Mike at the Bourbon Road. Um, but the best way to reach out to us is at our Instagram handles. I'm Jay Shannon 63. I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the Bourbon Road. Bourbon Road.